guys are a scary, scary crowd sometimes, you know. So uh, I always respect our, uh, our students who get up here. I've gotten used to it, you know, over the years. You're not quite so scary to me anymore. But um, anyway, it's, uh, I'm glad to have our confirmands uh, part of our service uh, regularly. They are going to be confirmed on March 17th on St. Patrick's Day. So you're all welcome to come join us that day as representatives of our congregation it's always an exciting time because we are allowing them the opportunity to profess their faith publicly in Jesus Christ for the first time, and that's a big step for them. Uh, if you've done that yourself, you realize that it was a big step for you, and uh, it kind of changes your whole, your whole life. And uh, following Jesus is not an easy thing, uh, but it is a wonderful thing. And so if you'd like to come join us, we'd love to have you 2 p.m. on the 17th of March. Before we uh, begin our message today, let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we ask that you calm our hearts and our spirits now as we come before you to hear your word proclaimed. We ask, Lord, that your spirit move within us to hear the word that you have for us this day, and then empower us and equip us so that we can live it out with our lives each day. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Well, for the past several weeks, we have discussed the phrases, God helps those who help themselves, money is the root of all evil, and everything happens for a reason. All of these phrases hold a bit of truth, and that's why many people believe that they are in the Bible, even though that they are not. Um, but they also have some unintended consequences. Many of these phrases uh, we use at times uh, when we're at lo a loss for words, you know, at times of tragedy. Uh, when it seems that they make sense. Hold on just a second. There we go. Uh, and we use these phrases to try to offer comfort and strength um, to people when we're not sure what else to say. But oftentimes these phrases actually cause even more suffering rather than the comfort that they intend. And as we have been discussing, these kinds of phrases can also send a message about God that we may not intend either which can be hurtful to our relationships with one another and to our understanding of God. You know, things like, does God really cause bad things to happen in the world in order to teach someone a lesson? Or would God really cause someone's death just so that there would, could be another angel in heaven? Or does God really pile on us just to see how much we can take? Or does God directly give you the burdens that you encounter in life just to test your faith? These are all questions that sometimes we wonder about and we ask, but... These phrases sometimes give us a false understanding. Um, and I don't think these are really the understandings that we want to have of our great God. Today we're going to take a look at the phrase, God never gives you more than you can handle. And this is a phrase that always makes me kind of chuckle. Uh, because if you've ever tried to follow Jesus even for a hot minute, you recognize God often calls you to things that are difficult and hard that you find far more difficult than anything that you can handle on your own. Uh, so in that way, it's kind of a, uh, to make, makes me always kind of laugh because I'm like, well, whoever said that obviously wasn't following Jesus too closely because uh, I think you realize that this is hard work, that Jesus calls us to a lot but that we're also not meant to do it alone. Um, but, you know, there is some truth in this phrase. Uh, we are still all here. Uh, so apparently, you know, if, if being able to handle something just involves staying alive, I guess we've all made it. Uh, but we all know that merely surviving is not the measure 
of handling things, is it? You know, there are times that we enter this building, uh, and when we enter it, you know, we call, like the other end of the building, we call it the sanctuary. We call this celebration hall, but this serves as a sanctuary. But we don't enter this place because we have our lives together perfectly and everything's just handled exactly the way we want. But oftentimes we enter this place because it's not. Uh, we come seeking a place of refuge, uh, a place where we are safe and sheltered for, from the danger and trouble that we might find outside. The very idea of sanctuary is that we all have a place that we can go to precise, go to precisely when we are feeling overwhelmed and when we can't handle things. The Bible is full of stories also of people not being able to handle things. Uh, if simply being alive is the definition, well, then all the people in the Bible have failed miserably, haven't they? Um, even Jesus himself died. You know, surely Abel was not able uh, to handle things very well with Cain. And Stephen was not really handling things all that well when his peers stoned him to death. And John the Baptist wasn't handling things real well when Herod's wife uh, said he needed to be beheaded. Uh, there's all kinds of places. Uh, or the guy dying on the side of the road before the Samaritan came along. He was not handling things himself very well and all on his own. And then what about our own experiences too? You know, we've all encountered things that we cannot handle and especially can't handle on our own. Life is hard sometimes. And if we're honest, maybe life is hard all the time. Because even when life is good, it's still not easy. Um, you know, think about being a parent or being a spouse or being a friend. Uh, even when those things go well, they're not easy, are they? <laughs> they're hard. Especially if you're a good one at any of those things. But we have to realize that if we're honest about this, that life is hard. Um, and simply being a Christian does not inoculate us from the struggles of life. Um, then I think we have a better understanding of where we're at. Our scripture reminds us today uh, that while faith does not keep struggles from us, we also do not have to bear these struggles alone. Remember the words that Clay just read to us from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. You know, God is indeed our refuge and our strength, a very, very present help in trouble. And that's very critically important for us to understand. God is always there in the midst of trouble. And God is especially there when we are given more than we can handle. Some of you I know in the last couple of weeks have lost loved ones, who have lost friends in this church, um, who meant so much to you. And people who sometimes you weren't even expecting this, and so it was hard to even fathom what to do in the midst of that loss. And God is there in the midst of that. God did not cause it, but God is in the midst of it with you, in the midst of that loss and that grief and that struggle. You know, many times in my life, um, I've gone through struggles and I've recognized this fact and I have come to trust in the reality of God's presence completely in my life. 
But I also understand if you're not ready and you're not quite in that place yet. And phrases like God won't give you more than you can handle uh, are not all that helpful. Because the assumption with this phrase is that God gives you all the struggles of life directly to begin with. And so if you're not quite in that place where you trust that God is always there with you in the midst of that, it may very well be because you're not sure how you can trust the one who gave you the struggles to also save you from those same struggles. So I would suggest to you this morning that maybe it's not God that always gives you those struggles directly. But maybe it's because life is hard and life is messy and life is full of people. And people are hard and messy sometimes. And there are circumstances in life that are not caused by God directly or given to you to test your faith, but rather are caused by accidents and bad choices that are made by us or made by others that have an impact on us by misunderstandings, by being in the wrong place at the wrong time and environmental causes, just to name a few. If we believe that God is a divine puppet master somewhere attempting to put all this, pulling all the strings, when we encounter difficulties and challenges in life, we assume that this test is coming from God. You know, but do we believe everything in life that tests our patience or our willpower or our morality or our strength is the result of God's intervention and then we must bear those burdens alone? I really hope that that's not what we believe. And if you do, I hope you'll maybe think this through a little bit more today and pray about it and, and trust God. Because throughout Scripture, we hear of God's care for his children. John 10.10 10 reminds us that Jesus has come that we may have life and have it abundantly. Not just a barely get by kind of life, not a feeling like, oh, well, I mean, but abundantly. This is what God's desire is for his children. And when you face more than you can handle, God is big enough to take all of your anger and pain. God is even big enough to take the blame if that's what you need. But the good news is that God will never abandon you or stop loving you or stop desiring for you to have an abundant life. And God is the one helping us find a way out when there is, seems to be no way out. Here's, I think, the shift in our thinking um, in order for us to turn this partial truth of today's phrase around and understand the full truth of it. It's not that God won't give us more than we can handle, but rather God comes along beside us to help us handle all that life gives. This shift helps us to reorder our thinking. Here God is not seen as some kind of superior judge who stands over us experimenting with our lives just to see how much we can stand before we break. But rather, God is a loving and compassionate companion in our struggles, helping us to find a way through. What I have found is that when I let God work in my life, I am frequently given more than I am capable of handling. You know, I don't feel strong enough. I don't feel smart enough. I don't feel competent enough. I don't feel qualified enough. But when I trust in God's presence, then I know that I'm never walking alone, and that's the first step. But then there's also another wonderful part to this too, and that is the fact that we are given the blessing of other people around us 
who can offer us love and support and encouragement along the way. God helps us in our struggles by sending us love and compassion for one another through one another, through the person sitting next to you, through the people you come in contact throughout your life. God has put them in our, in our paths for a reason. We're not in this alone. God is there with us, but there are also people that are walking and struggling alongside of us too. Pastor Adam Hamilton tells a story of a woman who had just lost her husband and, and her son in a car accident. Um, clearly, there's no way for them to handle that tragedy all on their own. He tells us about a group of friends and family that surrounded this woman and supported her within her suffering. They came to her home and helped her get through at the everyday ordinary things in life. They fixed her breakfast and made sure she was eating. They provided food for visitors who came to the house. They did her laundry, kept her house clean, and took care of the other children for her. They didn't show up and say, hang in there, you could handle this. They came alongside her and helped her handle things. They helped her get through each and every day until she was better able to get up in the morning all on her own. This is how the Spirit works through us. This is how God is present with us. And then is what, and this is what it means to be a member of the body of Christ. We know that we all need help from each other uh, in times of struggle. We all know that. Even if we try to put up a, a false you know, front and pretend we don't need help, we all sometimes need help. And I wonder why, though, we are so reluctant sometimes to offer it to one another. And I'm even more confused about why we are reluctant to receive it from someone else when we need it. You might remember that story about Peter and the disciples being terrified when Jesus came walking over to them on the water. Uh, I can imagine, you know, you're sitting out on a boat out in the middle somewhere. And then all of a sudden someone comes strolling up not in a boat, but on the water, walking towards you. You know, that's kind of uh, disconcerting, I would imagine. But Peter gets brave and tries to do it himself. And, you know, he steps out, and it's not going so bad the first step out, but then slowly fear begins to sink in as he also begins to sink in the water. And Peter does not just allow himself, though, however, to be swallowed up by the by the, uh, the waves, thinking that God won't give him more than he can handle. But rather, Peter reaches up his hand, crying out for help. And Jesus grasps his hand and pulls him into the boat, into safety. The way we can handle things that we are given in life is by realizing that we are not in this life alone. We are in this life together. We offer help and we receive help from others. That's how love works. We don't keep score of who gives more or who needs more. We just come alongside one another and pitch in where we can, knowing that others will pitch in for us 
when we need it to. God is indeed our refuge and strength, the very help in trouble. And I guess in some ways, this phrase that God never gives us more than we can handle is true. But it is only true because God gives us each other and helps us handle whatever comes our way in life. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, we do put our trust in you, knowing that you are always by our side. Help us also, Lord, to recognize when we can offer help to others and also recognize when we need help ourselves. We know, Lord, you are always by our side and we can call out to you at any time. Surround us with people here on earth that we also can call out to in those times and know that they too will answer that call. Continue to strengthen us with your spirit because, Lord, we know you often give us uh, uh, strength uh, and life throws at us all types of realities that we have to deal with. So just help us through those times, leaning on each other and leaning on you so that we can be a witness to our faith uh, in your goodness. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.